Yo, good morning, everybody. Welcome back. It's uh, Saturday, and we are right around the corner of Thanksgiving. So what's up? Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Um, when you're coming in, feel free to say hi. Um, also, if you guys enjoy today's content and things that we're going to be talking about, feel free to smash that like button. That tremendously helps out. Um, all right, so we're going to get the familiars out of the way here. Um, first of all, today we're going to be talking about Google Fi rolling out some really, really cool features. And um, we're going to talk about that and kind of go over it. And these are useful features. So upon reading about it um, from Chrome Unboxed, uh, which is chromeunboxed.com, I was surprised to see this. And this is actually something that I think uh, is beneficial to a lot of um uh, consumers out there who are looking for mobile phone service that has, you know, some security features that's really good. So this actually implies to family plans. And um, we're going to go over that. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, also going to be talking about some more Black Friday deals. Um, also kind of get your guys' input on uh, just what are you guys looking forward to when it comes to Black Friday? Um so let me just kind of double check things here because, you know, you guys know what inter internet service provider I use and it's not always the greatest. So um, why am I getting a lift code? <laughs> this is funny. I got a text message for a lift code. Uh, I think someone probably punched in the wrong number and it ended up being my number. Go figure. That happens. That type of thing happens in the world today. Um, all right. Let me just make sure that the stream's not cutting out or anything like that because it it's it's been weird like that over the last couple of days and so okay i don't see it freezing or anything like that so that's a good thing right that's good <laughs> i guess so um okay let me just uh let me just share this out and let everybody know that we are live and while i'm giving people time to come in and say hello and whatever whatnot um so when you're coming in, feel free to say hi. Um, just play, put something pretty much plain Jane and simple, right? I am live. Come chill. <laughs> um, and enjoy, not joy. All right. Tweet sent out. That's been sent out. We are good to go. All right. So first off, let me just get the familiars out of the way. Okay. So first off, I want to give a major, major, huge shout out to all the members of the channel. Thank you guys so much for becoming a member. Um, you guys are awesome. And so there will be another live stream later on that is just for the members themselves. Um, talk about some other things too on that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you are a member, if you want to become a member, Simply just click that join button right there and choose the tier that you want to be a part of. We greatly appreciate that. Um, Gene, welcome, Gene. What's up, man? How's it going? Um, right. <clears throat> also, if you guys want to support the podcast, because, uh, you know, yeah, YouTube is being on some next level stuff with me, but I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, this is definitely one way you can do that is just straight up PayPal. Um, there's a link right there. Also, these links are in the description of the live stream itself and you know what i forgot to do something uh while i was uh setting all this up no good no bueno really um not very good of me to do that 
So let me see if I can uh, get this sorted out here. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I went didn't do this from jump. So hopefully this works while I'm in the live right now. Um, okay, all right, all right, it's on. It is on. It is on like Donkey Kong. Okay, so let me just go back to the thing here. So you're doing great. That is great. That is great to know. Happy Saturday, Gene. Happy Saturday, man. Um, but yeah, and if you guys want to follow me on my social platforms, let me go ahead and just edit this out. Let me get rid of Facebook here because, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll plug in MeWe. <laughs> so you guys can find me. Uh, MeWe at Tito Escobar 1. Boom. Save. And voila. Yep. There we have it now. So I'm on MeWe um, as well as Twitter and Instagram. So you guys can follow me on those social platforms if you guys like to. It'd be awesome. And what the heck was that? I have no idea what that was. Anyways, um, also the gaming channel itself, Super Duper Stadia. If you guys um, like watching like, you know, live gameplay and stuff like that. Definitely the spot to go to. I haven't done nothing on that channel in a while. I really should. Probably tonight. Maybe late tonight I will live stream some gameplay. Um, but, all right. We got the familiars out of the way. So, um, okay. Let's uh, let's just kind of go into this already then um, yeah, for Saturday. It's, uh, it's Saturday. <laughs> That's all I could really say. It's Saturday. And um, so... For some of you guys who know, I actually am a subscriber to Google Fi. Um, I have, you know, walked away from Google Fi, you know, because of its dependency on T-Mobile. Um, sometimes it's just, it's just very hard to bear with them um, because of the service connectivity that they they uh, they use. They piggyback off off of T-Mobile. That's, um, I mean, they also have U.S. Cellular, um, but yeah, it's just it's. It's tough. However, the, the reason that keeps drawing me back to Google Fi is the types of things that I get for being a Fi customer. Now, I have talked about it before, that you know, wishful thinking that I honestly feel like that Google Fi users should have YouTube Premium lumped in into the, uh, the, the core benefits of being a Fi subscriber. And that would greatly increase um, Google Fi as kind of like a you know like a carrier that people are really going to look at right because you have like t-mobile and you get the netflix thing with them you know you got uh verizon with its you know th you know it's three packages right so you get like hulu disney plus and espn plus um you get those for being a verizon customer you know so google fi can definitely be competitive by offering one of the most well-known platforms that a lot of people use either on the daily every other day well, most people use youtube on the daily and that is YouTube. They should give YouTube premium to their Fi subscribers. Um, so if you guys don't know what Google Fi is, just kind of give you the rundown on it. Google Fi is an MVNO that piggybacks off of T-Mobile's network. It's Google offering phone service. Um, so they're within that realm, they're within that spectrum. And it's also kind of a launching pad for the Google Pixel phones as that 
you know, is one of the, you know, it used to be one of the main things about Google Fi that you would be able to capitalize with them when it came to the pixels was the ability to smart switch. This was around the time where Google Fi had Sprint, T-Mobile, and US Cellular, three different carriers that you could depend on to give you coverage. And um, the phone was smart enough to notice which, which connectivity was going to be the strongest in the area that you were in. And it would literally just switch. Um, sometimes the feature was okay. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes you had to force switch it itself. And, you know, and there's various other apps that would go alongside with Google Fi. So like you can get like, um, was it a Fi switch app in the Google play store? And you can actually like force switch to like a particular carrier. If you know that it's actually the dominant one in the area that you're at. So you're always connected. And then on top of that, Google Fi also has basically connection to a lot of open mobile hotspots. So wherever you are, the phone would then realize that it had an open Wi-Fi hotspot and would, you know, would connect to it, allowing you not to burn up a lot of your data. Because Google Fi started out with the kind of like a what I call the sipping feature, right? So, you know, which is right now currently called their Google Fi Flex. It's twenty dollars you know, flat rate for unlimited talk and text. And then you pay like $10 per gigabyte that you use. So sometimes, you know, with that plan and it's called flexible, it's because you could control what your bill would be for that month. Um, we have Christopher Fields in here. It says, what are the new Google Fi features? I have Google Fi. We're going to get right into it, man. We're going to get right into it. Just stay patient, right? I'm just kind of giving the backstory to Google Fi for people who don't know, because Fi is still a carrier that most people don't know about. Um, but yes, but then on top of that, they, they, you know, in the last year had opened up for a fully unlimited, slightly sort of, because I believe it's capped at like 22 gigabits, like 22 um, gigabytes, sorry, not gigabits, 22 gigabytes. And then after that, you're throttled down. Um, but you do get Google One membership for being a Fi Unlimited subscriber. So, but yeah, you get all kinds of features when it comes to Google Fi, you get... Um, you know, you you can actually uh, they they have their own VPN. That's one thing that's actually pretty cool about them. Um, and yeah, so to continue on the trend of these things, Google Fi is rolling out features for family plans. Now this is this is where it's it's going to be really really good. Okay. Um, so I'll get back to comments here in this in a sec. Let me go to this page. So it says right here, this was actually released by ChromeUnbox.com. Actually, let me go ahead and post the link itself. So if you guys want to go back to it, reference later, you guys definitely can. Let me put it in the chat. And um, there we go. Cite my source. Okay. So this should be coming out in the next week. Um, so it says right here, Google Fi family features. Google Fi rolling out new family features at no extra cost. Unknown contact blocking, data budget, and more. So I'm going to go through all of this here. Let me just close this ad out here at the bottom to clear up the page. All right. Now, this was posted on November 19th on this site. So um, verbatim, it says, to help you and your family stay safe during the holidays, Google is rolling out a handful of new features for their phone subscription service. These new family features will automatically be included in all five plans at no extra cost. You'll begin to see these in your Google Fi app next week. So keep an eye out for it. All right. So the first feature is a welcome one blocking calls and texting from strangers toggling this on uh, toggling on this new setting will make it so that only numbers in your child's contact book can call or text them they can still make outbound calls and text to anyone and anyone they do contact can 
get back to them for up to 30 days. Uh, block calls from strangers is a is bypassed for 48 hours if 911 is dialed so that first responders can call back in case of an emergency. That's actually pretty cool. So uh, initially, just what it's saying is, is that if you turn this feature on, which it shows a little demo here uh, um, with, with this uh, virtual pixel, uh, what it's literally saying is that when you toggle this feature on, robocalls, numbers that's not in the phone's contact in the contact lists um if it's not a number that's known in the contact list it cannot it will not ring your phone right so the phone call will be intercepted and be blocked same with text messaging however if like let's say um you know you your kid makes a new friend that you know that but they don't really know them all too much or something like that or or maybe they got to text a teacher about something right you know, so they, they send a, an outbound message to their teacher of asking them a question about an assignment. The teacher's able to text back and only has a 30-day window to be able to text that number back. After 30 days, it won't, you know, the teacher could try and send a, a text message a month later just out of pure, you know, shiz and gigs. And that text is not going to go through. This is actually a handy feature. It's really cool because my daughters right now, their phone lines, one of the things that they're always concerned about is that they get, they get calls from numbers that they don't even know. And that's only because today in the mobile tech space, robocalls is a major thing that happens, right? You get a brand new number, like you, you can sign up for Google Fi, you get a brand new number and boom, you're getting phone calls that's telling you about, you know, wanting to go to a resort, wanting to take a vacation, or you got some weird guy trying to claim that he is, he is with, um, you know, um, the IRS and you have property in Texas, you know, those little scam artists and what they try to do, uh, try to sucker you into getting Google Play cards and Target gift cards and all this other stuff. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay my taxes off with a freaking Target gift card. Like, come on, man. I'm not born yesterday. But you know, this prevents your child from being contacted by a total random stranger. This is actually pretty neat. Um, I'm wondering, you know, because I know they're emphasizing it towards protecting your children on a Google Fi family plan, but this could, you know, definitely be used uh on on uh on the parents' line. I think that's actually pretty nice, um, given the fact that, you know, maybe you just don't want anybody that you don't know contacting you. And so unless they're within your contact list. And um, so you toggle that on just to kind of like, you know, only have friends and family be able to reach out to you, but not someone like random person or anything like that. Um, This is a very, very, very cool feature. I really think that, you know, this is something that has taken a long time coming. Um, I really feel like that uh, this is definitely beneficial. This is really cool. Um, and these are the types of features and things that, at least for me, okay, this is just my opinion. You guys don't have to agree with me. But this is uh, some of the things that I feel like, you know, that I would want out of my mobile service provider. These types of features, things that protect, you know, your kids. Because today, kids, they, they want to be on, on cell phones like their mom and dad. You know, they want to have... Um, a smartphone they want to have you know like a pixel or an android phone or some of them want to go and say that they definitely want an iphone um you know kids want mobile technology in their hands as they see like we know what what their parents do with it right so you know it's kind of hard to say okay you know i'm gonna plug you in into the digital world by buying you a phone and having you a smartphone for you to use but then at the same time you know you kind of worry about well you know who is 
you know, what if somebody contacts my kid? What if someone tracks my kid? What if somebody, you know, reaches out and engages in a conversation and manipulates my child, you know? So with these types of things set in place, you can protect your child from talking to total random strangers. This is, this is it. This is one of the things that they're releasing, but this is absolutely cool. So, you know, for those that are watching, what do you guys think about this type of feature? And would you guys want something like this to come to your service provider? Like, would you want Visible to have something like this? Or would you want, um, you know, T-Mobile, AT&T, or Verizon? I think Verizon has something like this, if I'm not mistaken. They have some of these types of features, well, this type of feature in, I believe. Something similar to it. Not exactly identically to it, but I think something similar. I think AT&T does too as well. I don't know about T-Mobile, but... water water is life but let's see i have my phones here going off i don't know what's going on hmm. youtube stuff or whatever um yeah so again new feature straight out ability to block um unknown numbers from texting and calling and this is definitely going to work out for you know your kiddos so um, with that, uh, a couple of other things that Google Fi has going is that next you'll be able, you'll now be able to create a data budget for your children's devices. This is actually pretty cool. So if you're on the, flex, the flexible plan, this could help you and your family set a limit to how much data is used across the board each month. Once your child uses up their data budget, uh, their data access is slowed, not stopped. So in the Fi app, you can set it up so that you're alerted when your child gets close to the data limit or even slow their data early. Now, this is actually pretty cool. Um, okay, this is taking, a, uh, taking an awkward pause here. This is actually pretty cool because if you are on a family plan and you've opted for the, the flexible um, FI plan, you can govern how much data your child uses, you know? So let's say, like, you feel like that, you know, your child or children, they each should suffice throughout the month with only two gigabytes of high-speed data each. You can set that limitation for them. Okay. And what that'll actually do is, like it says, they'll get two gigs of LTE or 5G, depending on what type of phone that they have, once they reach that um, that threshold. They're not going to be cut off they'll be slowed down. So they'll still be able to do things like if they're, if they're using some, some type of chat messaging service with you, they'll still be able to do that because that doesn't require a lot of data to be used. If you allow them to have a social platform, like uh, like a Facebook account or even, um, you know, an Instagram account, you know, they'll be able to see things and react to things. Um, uploading stuff is going to be a little bit different. Uh, obviously that, you know, it's going to require some, you know, a little bit more data usage, especially if it's like a video, but, you they'll still be able to do things they can still get on google search or whatever search engine they use they can still search for something because you know bringing up search result pages is not as heavy intense on data um so that's actually a nice little feature there from google Fi is to allow those types of limitations and then that way you can maintain a monthly budget but for me personally i would say that if you're going to start a family plan on google Fi, opt for the unlimited plan already um, 
because you're going to be paying, you know, with with multiple users on the Google Fi flexible plan, you're going to be playing paying close to what you would be paying if you were on a unlimited family plan. Um, but the difference is the unlimited family plan has, you know, there's there's not a lot of restrictions. I mean, you can still set limitations uh, to your kids, but there's not a lot of restrictions. But I mean, I get it, you know, like. Maybe if it's only like a two-person type family plan, right? So two lines, you know, maybe like a single parent and, you know, with a child. Then yeah, you know, the, the flexible limitation here would actually, you know, imply and help if you're trying to maintain, say you want, you only want like a, like a phone bill of um, 60 bucks a month or something like that for two lines, you'll be able to achieve that because um, it'll be 35 for the five basics, which is unlimited talking text for both lines. So that's $20 for the first line, 15 for the second line, that's 35 bucks. And then if you can limit, you know, down to like three gigs used in the entire month, you're about like at $65 plus tax 70 bucks. So, um, but if you're having multiple lines, like, like, you know, four lines, yeah, just go unlimited. That's what I'm going to say. Continuing on. So that is one little nifty feature. You can set limitations on the data use. It says, lastly, it is now easier than ever to set up Family Link for children through the Fi app on their Android devices. It says that you can set up content rating restrictions for the Play Store, limit screen time, and manage app downloads too. Google has had tunnel vision this last year on making their apps and services more family-friendly. And as a father, I couldn't be happier. Uh, we use Family Link and Google Fi in my home, so I'll set this up as soon as possible and let you know my thoughts. Is what the writer says. They're talking about it, but yeah, within the Google Fi app now, you can manage Family Link. Now, this thing is absolutely insane. Um, I use Family Link to govern my kids' phones to see what they're doing, to see what games they're playing, what they're accessing, and to limit their time on there. Um, one of the things about mobile technology today, you have to be careful about how you allow your children to to interact with the digital world. Like you have to be careful about that. Kids can get just as immersed in the digital world as the adults do. And you know, but see, the child mind is not developed like like an adult mind. So things like catfishing and stuff like that, it's more sub- they're more susceptible to it than an adult is because they don't they don't question those types of things. You know, they you know, kids are very inquisitive about other things, but not about things that are dangerous like that, you know? Um, so w- having something like family link set in place to where you can actually watch what your children is doing online is, is a, is a big, big, big key help. Um, and, you know, in maintaining, you know, that your child is on there safely. And then on top of that, also making sure that they don't, dedicate their life to a digital world, giving them balance in this world, allowing them to experience what mobile technology is, because you can't just completely shelter them away from that. Technology advances, um, jobs today are changing, they're forever changing, but they're evolving in, in a much faster rate going towards, you know, making things like hands-free, making things, you know, run by AI, those types of things is what's happening in the world today. And so, Having a child familiar with how technology works and things like that needs uh, needs to be a thing. You you know you can't just shelter them completely away from technology, but you also have to set limitations. You can't allow them to run amok and just be on a phone all day long. They they they, they won't go outside and get any physical you know conditioning or anything like that. Um, Gene says, I just wanted to ask you. I saw GPay has been updated to allow all devices to use it. 
I use GPay. So it allows all the devices that's logged into your Google account to be able to use GPay. So you don't necessarily have to go through a, a setup on every device. Like I have three pixels right next to me right here. All of them have active line services on them. So all of them have GPay on them as well. And having GPay connected to my Pixel 5, you know, I don't have to go and set up GPay on my, my Pixel 4a or on my Pixel 4. Um, it's, it's just there, you know. Um, and it's it's widely being able to be used. I could also use uh, GPay on my Chromebook if I'm going to order something online, um, all that information. So uh, that's really just what that is to that. But anyways, um, yeah, so Family Link, definitely, you know, in my opinion, a spot that, that people should go use if you have children and they have smartphones. Um, it works on iOS too. So like if your child has an iPhone, you could use Family Link on that, but I'm not entirely too sure. Um how it's going to interact. It interacts easier on, on Android. It does, um, especially, you know, yeah, because it's a, it's a Google thing. Um, but yeah, this is actually pretty cool. So those are the three things that's coming to Google Fi. Integration of Family Link into Google Fi to protect uh, your child's account and govern and see some of the things that they do. You also get the uh, unknown caller caller block and text uh, block. So you can have your children only be able to communicate via text or phone call to numbers that's already inputted in their contact list. So that's actually nice. And then um, data limitations set where it limits the amount of high-speed data, but does not completely cut them off. So then that way, other services that you may be using that require data still have access. Um, They'll just be slowed down, throttled. So um, yeah. Those are some nice little neat features. Now, other things that's coming, well, not coming to Google Fi, but that's uh, you know beneficial to Google Fi is that they got this uh, they got this deal thing going on right now. So it says if you're looking to add more more family members to your Fi plan, you should know that it decreases your group's uh, per person rate. Not only that, but Google is currently running a holiday special that basically gives you a Moto G Power or Moto G Stylus for free after. $100 discount and up to $199 in service credit that gets applied to your first monthly bill. Instead of the new five member joining your family group paying the full amount up front, they'll instead only pay $149 or $199 depending on which phone that you choose. So, you know, you get this discount off the phones, right? Because I believe that the Moto G Stylus is $299 and the Moto G Power was uh, $249. But knock a hundred dollars off you get it cheaper right but then you also get hundred and ninety nine dollars in service credit this is credit that's applied to your google fi account so basically if your if your next bill with the new google fi members turns out to be like let's say you added on one additional line to your to your plan it's 150 bucks roughly about um well no 130 something Depending if you have like if you're leasing a phone, then you're going to pay more. But if it's just for the, the phone service itself, it's going to be about like 130 and some change because it's going to be 120 before taxes and fees with um, with two lines. So if you get one hundred and ninety nine dollars in service credit, that will that will technically take care of that bill a part, you know, or a good portion of it. Because if you do like the five, like if you share like your FI code and you get you get people to sign up using your FI code and you get $20 credit added to you because of uh, someone that signed up and stayed with Google Fi for, I think, like 30 days, um, that goes towards the uh, 
the service charges for that one line. So, I mean, you could literally like go like a month or two without having to pay a five bill, having this come on there, 199 in service credit. Um, and it doesn't say just, you know, like in total, right? So if you add three, if you add three new five lines and you go with one with either the Moto G stylus and the Moto G Power, you get that $100 discount off the phone, but you also get $199 in service credit. That's times three because you added three lines, right? So that's literally like $600 in credit added to your Google Fi. That's, that's solid. That is really solid. So um, yeah, I have to give it up there on Fi. That's actually a pretty good deal. Um, let me check some of the... Uh, Comments here. Coffee seven. Uh, what's up, man? What's going on, Coffee? Um, yeah, we're just literally just talking about uh, Google Fi and like some of the new features that that they got is geared towards family plan. Um, just kind of recap real quick. So they have it where you can block like unknown numbers can be blocked from calling and texting uh, that line. Specifically, if you make a nine one one phone call, then uh, for forty eight hours, it lifts the um, the 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 unknown number blocking only to allow first responders to be able to contact you since their number is not in your contact list, they'll be able to call. Um, but then it kicks back on afterwards. So a very, very nifty, very nifty feature um, to be giving to five family accounts. And then you have um, data limitation sets. You can, you can limit, you can limit the high speed data that they use. It doesn't cut them off when your child reaches that limitation. In fact, it just slows it down like normal throttling. Um, where they'll still have data access for some of the, the services and features that require data, but um, yeah, it won't it won't like completely cut them off. So that's uh, that's uh, another feature coming to five family plans, and then you have um, faster connection with Family Link, which is obviously um, a app service that allows parents to govern and watch what their children do on their smartphones, and you know set limitations of like time that they're on their phone what type of games they're playing, what they're able to view and watch on YouTube, all these things is, uh, is governed through family links. So just, um, you know, yeah, that's something right there. Just if, you know, in place for Google Fi customers, really, really good stuff. And it's something that I really enjoy um, seeing Google Fi using and, and, and bring into the table because I feel like that, you know, parents, those parents that, you know, want to be able to keep their children safe could really utilize something like this. It's just, it's something that's, that's, that's just awesome. Um, so anyhow, yeah, you know, you guys let me know what your thoughts are. If you're watching this on a replay, comment your thoughts, man. Let me know what you guys think. And so, yeah, we'll just kind of hop away from uh, Google Fi here and just kind of talk about Black Friday deals. Um, I know I did a live stream the other day and I showed a little bit about like what Best Buy had going on as far as phone wise. But what are some of the things that you guys are interested in when it comes into like these Black Friday deals? Like what are you gunning for that you know of that's currently uh, going on right now with Black Friday? Because um, I'm actually going to pull up Target and see what they got for uh, Black Friday. And uh, look at their Black Friday ads. So here we go. Okay. Uh, Saturdays is, I don't know, today's, this Saturday just feels like blah. I don't know if it's just because people are like out, you know, trying to get, you know, Thanksgiving shopping done. Um, how many of you guys are already prepared for Thanksgiving? Like, you know, you guys already got your turkey, you got your ham, you got, 
you know, your side dishes that you're going to make, whether you're going to make, you know, like, uh, like mashed potatoes or potato salad, corn on the cob, you know, um, candied yams, like whatever. Cause I, I, I know for me, you know, when it comes to like uh, Thanksgiving, I cannot go without cranberry sauce. I have to have cranberry sauce. Um, that's just me. I'm weird like that. But uh, yeah, you guys comment. Let me know if you guys are all set up for Thanksgiving or if you guys are going shopping today for Thanksgiving or what, what, what's the deal? What, what's happening with everybody? Um, and while you guys are commenting that, let me just pop into the Target um, site. And here we got um, Target Black Friday. Uh, plan ahead with, the next, with next week's Black Friday deals. Every Thursday through Saturday, you can preview the upcoming. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Right, so they got different sections here. We got electronics, women's clothing, kids' clothing, men's clothing, beauty and personal care, home, health, and pets. Right, um, this is actually kind of interesting. So, save fifty dollars on the Apple Watch Series Six, Apple Watch SE, and AirPods Pro. Huh, interesting. Um, they got up to fifty percent off headphones and earbuds from Beats, Sony, and more. Looks like they got like clothes and stuff like that. Uh, Electronic toothbrush. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Let me select electronics. See what it brings up. Okay, so here we go. See Apple Watch SE GPS Aluminum. Um, $229.99 to $259.99. Regularly goes for $279.99 to $309.99. They do have them in stock in Phoenix Uptown Camelback, so they have them in stock near me. But um, yeah, uh, let's see. AirPods Pro get fifty dollars off of that, obviously, because it's one hundred and ninety nine ninety nine right now at Target. Um, you get Power Beats Pro True Wireless in ear phones going for about one fifty nine to two forty nine. Why is there like a? Well, I don't know. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Beat Studio Three wireless over ear uh, noise canceling headphones is going for about one seventy four ninety nine. You have a Samsung sixty five inch smart four K crystal HDR UHD TV model number is the TU seven thousand series Titan Gray going for four hundred and seventy nine bucks. Whoa. Um, Apple AirPods with charging case going for one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. I don't know if these are Gen ones. Or if they're Gen, well, I'm assuming they're Gen One because it didn't say like you know AirPods Two. Um, okay, yeah, those have to be the one twenty nine ninety nine ones have to be the the um, original AirPods because AirPods with wireless charging case is one fifty nine, so thirty dollars more. And you get, you know, the second well, you get the um, AirPods Two with charging wireless charging case, so you can wirelessly charge them um, for one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. Not bad at all whatsoever. Um, get a Roku streaming stick for $29.99. The sale ends today, actually. So 30 bucks for the Roku stick. Um, let's see. Philips four foot high speed HDMI cable with Ethernet. Okay. Goes for eight bucks. Not bad at all. What else do they have? Then they have the, um, wait a minute. Okay. A six foot one from the same company, the Philips uh, basic HDMI. With uh with Ethernet, uh black cable goes for eleven dollars and nineteen cents if you get the six foot one. Um 
You got these uh, still wired uh, earbuds. So Sony fashionable in-ear headphones goes for seven forty-nine, and they have the uh, fashionable, the same Sony fashionable headsets, uh, but these come with a actual microphone, and those are nine ninety-nine. And uh, some games here, you got Luigi's Mansion three for Nintendo Switch going for thirty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, sale ends today, and then Super Mario Maker Two also thirty nine ninety nine. That's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, Philips three device universal remote control brush black going for sixteen well sixteen six dollars and fifteen cents. <laughs> wow, I just completely read that one wrong. Um, Logitech mouse uh, that one goes for about like twelve dollars and ninety nine cents, and then you have a Philips six foot RG six coax cable. Is there anything today that still requires co- like a coax cable? Do you guys use anything that still requires a coax cable? Uh, let's see. Let me catch up with the comments here. Just one second. Jane uh, says, due to the blank situation, my family's not this year. Why not? Like, I mean, if, 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 if all of you guys, you know, have not contracted this thing, you guys are healthy and you guys are good. You guys are fine. Uh, you guys are together. I mean, in your home, why not still have a Thanksgiving feast? I can understand limiting how many people are going to be in your home on Thursday, this coming Thursday. Um, but that shouldn't stop you from still having a meal. I mean, I'm going to get into this after I'm done looking at this Black Friday deal. I got a bone to pick with that. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. <laughs> um. Christopher says, I don't think people's going to have Thanksgiving because of that. Okay, I'll get into that. And also, there's this app called Macari where you can get cheap electronics. I got AirPod Pros for 100 bucks and my Google Pixel 3 XL for 171 Nice. I, I know about Macari. I use Macari and OfferUp to find things. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Yep. Let's see. They did? Well, man, sorry to hear that, Gene. Sorry to hear that. But still, we'll, we'll get into that here. Let me just kind of finish this up here. Um, so yeah, Canon Pixma wireless inkjet all-in-one printer goes for about, for about $79.99. Uh, LG 43-inch class 4K UHD smart LED HDR TV goes for $250. Huh, not bad at all. Um... Let's see. Oh, Samsung Galaxy Tab A, 10.1 tablets, 10-inch display, 32 gig storage, going for 150 bucks. That sale ends today. That's crazy. Or you can get a Samsung Galaxy Tab A, 8.0 tablets, an 8-inch tablet with 32 gigs of storage, and that's only that goes for 100 bucks. That also ends today. So if you wanted one of those, go and get it at Target because it's about to end. Uh, LG 50-inch class 4K UHD smart HDR TV. Well, yeah, goes for 300 bucks, so $299.99. Um, you get a Fitbit Charge 4. It's going for $99.95. <clears throat> LG 65-inch class 4K UHD smart LED HDR TV going for $499. Bucks. Competitor to that sort of Samsung 55-inch smart 4K Crystal HDR UHD TV TU7000 Series Titan Gray going for 
$379.99. You'd also get The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for Nintendo Switch for $39.99. And that sale ends today also. Uh, JBL Portable Waterproof Speaker Flip 5 goes for $69.99. That sale ends today as well. So definitely go and check out Target's um, Black Friday sale, man, because... Uh, something's there. I get all my electronics from there and I got uh, my Google Chromecast from there for like $20 or $30, something, something like that. Yeah. Um, great options, great options uh, to look into. Macari, offer up and whatever, whatnot. I mean, those are some good spots, but look, all right, let, let's, uh, let's clear the air now when it comes to Thanksgiving, okay? And I respect everybody's um, opinion. Trust me, it's welcomed here. I don't, I don't boot people out. I don't silence them for them sharing their opinion. You know what I mean? Um, as long as you're not personally attacking somebody, I'm totally cool with it. Um, I feel like everything that's going on, what we hear on the news from media sources and stuff like that, you know, and then of course our, our, our government talking about, you know, using things like canceling Thanksgiving. I mean, we already canceled Halloween. They want to cancel Thanksgiving. It's like, why? Like I get it. You know what? You, you don't want to. You don't want to get sick. You want to protect yourself. So you're kind of like you know. You're kind of stopping um, a lot of things. And I feel like that, that people are doing it in fear because this is something that we we don't understand. Like nobody has full foolproof understanding of what the sickness can do. Uh, you know, entirely because it's it is changing. I mean, what in like the last year it has. Um, the strain has mutated, I think, twice already. So not everybody has like a full understanding of it. I totally get that. And that allows people to take what they already know about it and then create this 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 sense of fear that you have to like stop things in your life in order for, for you to survive, I think is an irresponsible way of doing things. Like I'm saying, people talk about like they're not going to do Thanksgiving at all. Why not? Why not? Even if it's by yourself, you, you can't you you can't give thanks on that day. I mean, like, yes, I know there's going to be that bougie person that's going to be like, well, you should be thankful for the things you have every day. Look, I get you. You want to be witty. You want to be smart. You want to be above everybody else. But let me just kind of like pull the rope to your balloon and bring you down from the clouds back to a little place we like to call Earth. But yes, we give thanks to everything every day, or at least you should be. Yes, that is true. That's a given. But on Thanksgiving, it means a little bit more than just appreciating the things that you have. Okay. There are a lot of factors that come into Thanksgiving. Yes, you're giving thanks for what you have, for your family, for your friends, you know, for life, for just being alive and getting to experience the things that you're experiencing in life. You're giving thanks for that. But it's also a time, you know, that that families delegate to really make a 100% effort for the family to get together. Now, obviously, you don't want a lot of people together because of, you know, like what the CDC and everybody else is saying. Okay, I get that. All right, but you can still have a Thanksgiving. You can still take, like, like why wouldn't you want to take the time and, 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 and oven roast you a turkey? Or if you have a turkey deep fryer, then deep fry turkey. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to sit down and, and eat, you know, a nice hot meal and just enjoy the day, 
you know, get on a video call with your friends and family, like synchronize us. We have technology today. You don't have to be in the same room to still have a Thanksgiving meal with your family. Each, each and every one of them, you can go out and buy you a little, a little mini tripod from like Walmart, right? Charge up your phone, cook you a feast, you know, a feast, a meal. I was going to say a feel. I was combining feast and meal together. And I'm weird like that, but like cook you up a feast, whatever it may be, or maybe you're not that good of a cook. So you get yourself a hungry man, turkey dinner, and you, you throw that in the oven and warm it up, whatever. It doesn't have to be the most grandest thing in the world. It never had to be that, but cook you up. And like my brother, Ruben, his idea of Thanksgiving is completely different. He cooks all his favorite dishes, right? So it's not your traditional. I mean, like, yes, he has a turkey. He has, you know, um, a Thanksgiving ham on the table, right? He has your basic things like stuffing and cranberry sauce and, you know, candied yams. But then he'll make like a giant pot of spaghetti and maybe like, you know, a rack of teriyaki chicken and teriyaki beef and maybe um, some shoyu chicken, maybe you know, some spam musubis, fried spam, scrambled eggs, you know, Portuguese sausage. He'll make an entire feast of all the things that he loves to eat. And he'll just hang out and enjoy a good meal and just relax. You know, whatever it may be, you could do what you want on thanks on Thanksgiving Day as far as like whatever meal you want to prep, cook, and eat. That's totally up to you. But you got a smartphone that has things like duo. Um, and Duo is more universal than FaceTime. So, you know, you can have your, your family that has iPhones install Duo on their phone and use Duo. And you guys can have up to 30 people on a Duo live call. You guys can sit down and have a family meal together without being in the same home using Google Duo, using Zoom or whatever other video chatting platform service. You know, you, you you definitely can do that. You don't have to cancel it completely and do nothing. So I don't care about this thing. Uh, honestly, everybody needs to stop worrying and just live their life. Yes, but they might cancel Black Friday. Uh, I'm store and online. Uh, I'm, I'm store and only do it online. Oh, that in store, you mean? Yeah, I got you. I don't know. I was just reading it verbatim. Yeah, and you know what? Hey. You're right. Um, I agree with you, Chris. You're right. You you are you're absolutely right on that. That's that's just one of the things that I just feel like is like totally weird. It's just like how people are panicking over it. I mean, we've already went through, you know, a lockdown. Like they're talking about doing another lockdown again, and um, people are like, like up in this panic. But the last lockdown that we had, a lot of people really didn't abide by it. There were people that are still out. You know, they were they would leave their house and go and do something, and if they got stopped for being outside, their excuse was that they, they had to get toilet paper. They had to get more food for their house, you know? So they were, they, they were using the, you can only leave your house for essential reasons as the reason why they were outside. And they were probably just going for a drive sightseeing because they were stuck in the house and they just wanted to get the hell out of their house and, and view something, you know? Oh, what up, CB Tech? What's going on, man? Uh, yeah. So I say that, you know what, when it comes to Thanksgiving, don't, don't completely stop the day and just think that you're just going to sit on the couch and do nothing. Like do something. You know, I'm already fed up on the fact that they canceled Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday during the holiday season, right? October, November, December, that's the holiday season. Halloween is my favorite holiday because I love scary things. I like being scared. I am easily scared. You know, anybody that knows me will tell you like, yeah, you know, he fronts like, you know, 
like 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 he's brave, but he's not. And it's not really that. It's that I'll watch a scary movie. Like I'll watch the Conjuring series. I'll watch the Annabelle series. You know, I'll watch, um, you know, like uh, not slasher films. Slasher films don't scare me. I think those are funny. Um, but like like werewolf movies, um, those types of things. Like I'll watch those because I know they're scary. But I never said that I can watch those and laugh. Like I will freak at jump at at you know jump scenes and stuff like that. But it's fun for me to be scared like that. And um, you know, they 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 took my Halloween away. There's, you know, like I wanted to go to the thirteenth floor, which is um it's a facility that's a giant uh haunted house. Right. They have like levels, like floors and floors and floors of things. And like, it's really good, you know, costume effects and everything like that. It's a giant compound facility because it's broken up into like different areas. Like they have like the, the zombie invasion section where it's like laser tag. You get a laser gun and like there are people dressed up as zombies and you have to survive a zombie apocalypse in like a makeshift street block with buildings and cars and stuff like that. And it's just a, it's all out fun. Um but I wanted to go to that this year and I decided not to go because of all the rules and the restrictions that they had and, and how much of it that they had cut out because of this whole pandemic. And it was just like, well, why am I going to spend a grip load of money on something that I'm not really going to get the full effect out of, you know? So I was, I'm, I'm very mad that they took away my favorite holiday. And I know some other people's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And you know, I don't want them to take that away from somebody. N- never, never would I ever want somebody to lose their favorite holiday. And so my biggest fear now is Christmas. How's that going to be? Like, how's that going to happen? Because like my, my, my daughters ask me all the time, like, does Santa have to wear a mask now when he goes out and delivers gifts? And I said, yes, he has to. He has to wear a mask now. You know, Santa Claus follows all all protocol, you know, to to not 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 protect himself but to protect you because he is bringing gifts to you based upon how good you were the entire year um so santa claus has a giant thing of hand sanitizer he wears a mask um the reindeers wear a mask their hooves get sanitized after every stop like i the whole nine yards i told my daughters this uh and um you know but i'm just afraid that they're going to take away all the holidays this year, and for what? Christmas, I like being scared. <laughs> <You're weird>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being scared is awesome. But it, it, you have to watch something that does scare you, not something that makes you laugh. Slasher movies don't scare me because obviously, you know, like Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, you know, Freddy Krueger, those types of things, it's not scary at all. Those are funny. But like werewolf movies where you're being hunted through the woods at night, you know, by something that is inhuman, you know, demonic possessions and um, just flat out straight, this insane, uh, legendary evil lore scares me. And I like that. I know this is a real um, thing, but the media, in my opinion, is more dangerous. It's all about control. That's all. Yeah. No, I know where you're going with that, RJ. And yeah, I agree with you there. No, no reason. Like, I am actually going to be doing a live stream on on Thanksgiving Day um, for a little while. While, you know, the food is cooking and everything like that, I'm going to get on here and talk to you guys about it and just have some fun. Um, Hi, Kathy. (laughs) Um, 
and just kind of share with you guys, you know, like what we're eating. Because I know, I know, you know, we're doing the traditional turkey. We're doing the turkey oven roasted, basted. Um, we are also doing a, you know, a, a Thanksgiving ham because I, I love ham. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve dinners always have a ham in my book. Um, cranberry sauce for me because I'm the only one in my family that eats cranberry sauce. But of course, you know, all the other good stuff, candied yams, right? I like that. Um, there's going to be potato salad instead of mashed potatoes because, um, Angelica makes great potato salad, and and I like it. The kids like it. Um, you know, of course, you know the stuffing, um, some shells and cheese. You know, for the kids because they love shells and cheese, and yeah, you know, baked beans. You know, we're having a variety of different sides. That's going to be really awesome. And uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with you guys on Thanksgiving Day and just kind of like go live and chit chat it up. Um. I just I hope that people aren't, you know, too too weirded out by just all the stuff being talked about Thanksgiving being canceled. Don't cancel Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah, don't invite a lot of people over for Thanksgiving if, you know, if you're concerned about that, you know, keep it down to, you know, just whoever's already in your home that you know of that hasn't tested positive. And you know, one person goes out and gets the stuff that needs to be got for creating that meal and utilize technology to your advantage on this one. You know, if, if you have a, a family member clear across the country that just can't make it for Thanksgiving because of traveling restrictions and, you know, um, quarantine issues or whatever, whatnot, you can um, video chat with them using any one of the video chatting platforms like duo zoom, um, whatever there may be, Google meets, you know, use any of those and just, you know, get together or synchronize what time y'all are going to sit down and eat and eat, have a meal together digitally and talk. I'd rather watch old school scary movies uh, with the guy screaming, it's alive, it's alive. <laughs> those were good ones too. I like classic horror movies, you know, like, um, like the Wolfman, right? You know, and like, the old black and white pictures and like the acting is not very cheesy. The special effects, like, you know, they had to like record and pause and change up the costume, you know, add more hair to his face and try to simulate a special effects change without having CGI back in those days. Like those types of, of, of scary movies. I like watching those because those are classics. It's like, it's like looking at an art piece and, you know, um, appreciating what was painted by the artist. Right. Uh, you see that in these films, what they were like, it may not have, they may not have achieved that effect in those movies, but you know what they were trying to achieve. You can see the clear line of sight path. They were trying to go with it. And then you just get that uh, for me. I'm probably weird. I just get that real cool feeling and going through me like, wow, you know, like, like this guy had a knack for, you know, gruesome, scary things. His mind was probably dark and demented. It's just, they didn't have that technology to bring it into fruition. Right. So give give me that guy. Give me that, you know, director and bring him into today and allow him to use an entire editing rig with, with CGI capabilities and see what he can come up with in 2020. That would be insanely scary. I guarantee young Frankenstein. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Are you actually telling me you didn't think um, your dream Freddy when you go to sleep? Um, No. No, I, I actually had nightmares of Freddy Krueger in my dream when I was a kid. But 
I guess to me, what really like when I say scared, I mean like it puts the fear in me beyond anything. Like I literally grab somebody's hand and cover my eyes, you know, to a point. Or like I huddle up against somebody so I know there's somebody physically next to me. I'm not alone. Like slasher movies don't do that to me. Okay. It's just funny with the same routine over and over again. And you would think nobody would ever figure it out. Like, okay, if I'm going to run, make sure I can see what's ahead of me because there may be a branch on the ground and I'm going to like stub my foot and snap my ankle trying to run away from Jason. You know, and and why hasn't anyone figured out that Michael Myers can walk very calm, cool, and collected, and you could be running like, you know, eight miles an hour, and when you turn the corner, he's standing right there. Like, how did he get there? How did this happen? Um, he's not running. You know, it was like the very first time that I saw uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, I was actually quite surprised they went that route because you remember old zombie movies, it was always... Ugh like type of thing right and then i went to the movie theaters to see dawn of the dead the remake of it and the zombies were mad dash sprinting at people and i'm like that's that's scary (laughs) you know you you walk down the street you see somebody crouched over that looks like they're eating something you see a, a dead body on the ground and that thing stops gets up looks right at you and then mad dash sprints at you and you're like oh that yeah (laughs) oh man let's see hold on here we got dracula back in the day though yeah dracula uh almost anything rob zombie related i'll watch rob zombie is you know first of all i love his music okay even when he you know before he you know he did his own solo thing when he was with white zombie amazing awesome music uh rob zombie's um debut album hellbilly deluxe insane one of my top 50 albums i love to listen to and i knew that he had an a, a mindset for horror films so house of a thousand corpses and devil's rejects and all that yeah that's some twisted demented stuff oh wait uh coffee the first nightmare movie was the scariest it was dark after that they got a little cheesy yeah they did um there's no movie today that that's scary not really i mean i don't know how you guys feel about the uh the the chapter movies from the from Ed and uh, Lorraine Warren, um, their encounters, their stories, like Annabelle Doll and all that other stuff. Um, part two was dark too. Oh yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street too. I know the movie studios are cheap, but why every scary movie? The black guy always dies first. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, man. You would you would have to ask. Uh, you would have to ask them. Uh, those uh. Oh, directors in Hollywood, man. Demonic Supernatural movies scares the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, I think one one of the ones was uh was it is it the Exorcism of Emily Rose, I think is what it was called. I think it was that one. Um, it was absolutely the weirdest um the weirdest one. Like um, what was the name of that? Oh, um, the Exorcist movies. Th- those were like kind of funny to me a little bit. Um, Exorcist the beginning was a little bit different. That one was just like, Ugh. but um, yeah, demonic supernatural movies and stuff like that. You know, like like the Conjuring movies actually did scare me. 
um, and then doing research and then like seeing the places that they were making this movie based off of. Like, I know the whole thing about the movie is not real. Um, they had to like put their own spin on it or something like that, or, or, or add something into the story to try and make it scary than what it is, you know, but still. And then of course, uh, pictures of like the real Annabelle doll, which was, you know, a rag, was it a raggedy Ann doll? Yeah, that stuff was just like weird. Look at that. We're past Halloween. We're still talking about scary stuff. <laughs> yeah, I say clear of them kind of movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like Rob Zombie. Uh, he can't hold a candle to Carpenter, King, and Craven. Um, well, I wouldn't put him. Okay, so Coffee, I wouldn't put him in that bracket anyways. Um, because, you know, John Carpenter, um, Stephen King, um, Wes Craven, those guys had a a more different approach when it came to, um, to horror stories and, and, and cult classics, you know, um, their characters, you know, it just, their, their characters, personalities embraces a whole different thing that, that is relatable to humans. When you switch over and you go to Rob Zombie, he emphasizes on the more of the hellacious side of things. Um, Kind of, you know, just kind of like things that you don't really see in the world, okay? Like these hills have eyes type thing, you know? Like when you go, like, how often is it that we hear on the news, whether it's Fox News, MSNBC, or anything like that, that three psychotic people who just have a sensational appetite of torturing and murdering people, how often do we see that on the news, like we 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 see and hear things close to it because you know there are people out there who are sick, demented like that, and and they're out there in the world and they do these crazy things like that. But you know, not not in the manner that Rob Zombie presents it. And to be quite honest, you know, his take on the on Halloween, it was good because like I'm a big fan of of Halloween movies. Okay, Michael Myers, one of my he's my favorite slasher. You know. And um, the Halloween movies was great until it started to get repetitive. You know, when they started doing that whole thing about the sign of the thorn, and I don't know if you guys remember that, but I think it was like in Halloween um, 5, they talked about the thorn. There was this, this, this cult group of druids that worshipped a constellation that only appeared on Halloween night, and it was the symbol of the thorn, and it was tattooed on Michael Myers' wrist, and and um, Dr. Loomis was like, that's what keeps reanimating Michael. That's why when you shoot him down with live rounds from a shotgun, you know, next Halloween, he comes back. You know, this this thing, this entity uh, took hold of him, and it's just, you know, it's just off to the races. He's just back to to kill everyone and hunt down members of his family. You know, that that's where it got a little bit weird for me. Now, Rob Zombie's take on Halloween, you know, first of all, he decided to do, like, we know the backstory of Michael from the first Halloween movie and the second and then the third. Dr. Loomis, you know, tells the story. We know that Michael snapped on Halloween night because, you know, of his family. He murdered his sister um, and murdered, you know, those in the house. And only his, the, the youngest, the baby sister, survived, which turned out to be Laurie Strode. Um, but Rob Zombie gave us an actual visual, like he he gave something to it. So now in his in his adaptation of Michael Myers in Halloween, you know Michael grew up in a, in, in a poor home. You know his his mom was was 
was uh, making a living doing something that he wasn't proud of. You know, her boyfriend was, you know, physically and, and mentally abusive towards him. His older sister didn't, you know, didn't care about him because she was a young teenager already experiencing with sex with her boyfriend. So, you know, Michael felt abandoned, alone and rejected. And the only one that loved him was his his infant sister, Angel Myers. And so we see Michael's transition and how he became dark, psychotic and demented. And then we now see how, you know, he goes off killing anyone that's close to his baby sister because he's trying to communicate with her that she is his sister, but he doesn't speak. He hadn't spoken in so many years. So you get that in the first movie. In the second movie, he still attempts to try to get his sister to acknowledge him. However, um, it's it's a little bit more different. He's taking out everybody that's close to her to isolate her, and he drives her insane. But that's where it stops. Rob Zombie was smart with his adaptation of Halloween and only made it a two-part movie and ended it with Michael actually dying and Angel Myers actually going psychotic the same way her brother did. Um, I think that was a good touch. So, um, Chris says, I can't watch Annabelle. Why not? Now, I love 80s horror movies like 90% of the time. Yeah, have you ever watched Watchers with like the smart um, golden retriever versus what they call the Oxcon, the, the uh, animal developed to destroy and kill anything in its path? Children of the Corn was scary, creepy. Isaac creepy. Oh, yes. Yes. I totally forgot about that one. That is one that freaks me out because those children. And why didn't any parent just say, okay, you know what? I'm about to lay the smack down on all y'all's candy asses and just get that, get that magical weapon that kids were afraid of before CPS said no more spankings. And that was the belt. And just... Can you imagine if someone grabbed Isaac and got a belt and just went just went to it? <laughs> but yeah, Children of the Corn was just insanely crazy. He who walks behind the rose, like, ooh, man. Well, they had to make a reason for him to always be alive. Yeah, they did, but I just it just got got too bad. Even at this point right now, like with the latest release of Halloween, I thought was kind of funny because you know Laurie Strode's all grown up. She has a daughter who's a young adult. And her house is built like a fortress. Like she literally had it set up to trap Michael in the house. And then she, she burnt the house down with him and trapped inside of the basement. But he'll, he might still be alive. <laughs> he might have escaped. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, hello, world. What's up, Red Room? What's going on, man? You hit the button by accident? Oh. Uh, why did YouTube time out Chris? Oh, okay. He hit the button by accident. Of course, GH. Yeah, GH three was the name of the dog. That was um, that was with uh, Corey Haim, I believe it was. Was it Corey Haim? Corey? Yeah, it's Corey Haim. Corey Haim played in that one, and he found the dog. And um, yeah, the Oxcon in that one was, I guess, basically a werewolf or like an ape wolf. It looked because at the end when he when he when he hunts it down in the woods, and he finds it by tracking its blood, and then he shoots the Oxcon and kills it. Did the Oxcon look like the Bigfoot from like um, Harry? And I forgot the name of that that TV show, uh, but they had like the, the, the family was living with a with a Bigfoot. <laughs> well, yeah, he kind of looked like that. Uh, you also love Sleepaway Camp. I don't think I remember that one. You know what was an insanely crazy movie that that I watched that um I think my dad regrets showing me, um Sleepwalkers. Uh, sleepwalkers because the mom and the son are like this 
this weird um, species that mask themselves to look like humans. They have this gifted ability to transport things they come in contact with to change, right? Like the sun drives uh, a blue car, but, you know, to avoid the police, he could morph the car and, you know, and change its body style and the color. And, you know, when he lets go of the car, he gets out of it. It transforms back to the original model of the car it was. You know, but that was a, a really weird movie. It, it really freaked me out, not because of what happened in, in the movie of Sleepwalkers, but because of what the mom and son did that I accidentally caught because uh, my dad forgot to tell me to cover my eyes. <laughs> and so that kind of like traumatized me like, okay, that was a little bit weird. Um, yeah, that cabin part at the end was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he where um he literally because of his dad, he learned how to make pipe bombs. So like he was like making pipe bombs and stuff like that, setting up a perimeter for when the Oxcon came, you know, like he would be alerted that the Oxcon found them and he would have their final standoff. Yeah, that was fun. The dog was actually really brave. The dog went after it. Uh and they got into that fight. The gate? I don't think I've seen that one. Evil Dead, I've seen. And the original, not the remake. I know there's, I know there's, there's a reboot, I think. They, they, they did make a reboot of it, but like the original. And Evil Dead 2. Yeah. You know, we're past Halloween and we're still talking about like scary stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. It's fun. It's crazy, you know. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't get my Halloween this year, so I guess it's close enough to it, right? <clears throat> Ironside was, yeah, Ironside was great in it. Ah, uh, we apologize for that, Chris. Um, Gene accidentally hit the button, timed you out. So I'm glad he, I'm glad he untimed you out, though. What about the Hellraiser movies? Hellraiser movies. Um, I was a little bit weirded out because of Pinhead. <laughs> Pinhead always just creeped me out the way he was. Well, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, yeah. Saturdays is always a blah day. Yeah, it is. I don't mean, know. Oh, I'm having fun right now. Let's see, he had a great voice. Yeah, he did. Um, I try not to memorize it because I know, like, the first time I ever saw Hellraiser and I went to sleep. I had nightmares of hearing his voice in my room. And um, yeah, that wasn't good at all. You're getting hungry now? What, for Thanksgiving Thanksgiving meal? Or because you're hearing about scary movies and stuff, it just like makes you hungry. You want to go grab yourself some like raw red meat and just rip at it. Yeah, definitely. Um. Anyways, I will cut it off right now, guys. I got to I gotta get some things done. Um, I am going live again um, tonight. I'm doing like an like, like a open talk and whatnot. Um, let's see. Tito, what are some carriers you have used with your Pixel phones other than Fi? I've used Visible, Boost Mobile. Um, I've used AT&T. And um, what else? Um, Metro, uh, my, my, uh, sister-in-law uses Metro, uh, on the Pixel 3a that I gave her. So Metro works on there. 
it works with it works with just about any carrier. So it's not really limited down to to like specific ones. If you get the unlocked models. Yeah, I tried to watch scary movies on Halloween and I picked Annabelle as soon as the music started to get creepy. I just shook my head. Nope, I turned it off. Oh, come on. Yeah, watch it all the way, man. It's actually pretty good. Um no, Gene's turning into a zombie. LOL braids. <laughs> That's funny. That's totally fine. Ah, all right. Um, but anyhow, yeah, guys, I do gotta jump off. So, um, I will set the live stream up with a t- you know with the timer about when I'm about to go live. It's gonna be about late tonight. Um, I might game on Stadia on this channel, not on my gaming channel, just for the heck of it. And I might play a game or two. And it's just, it's gonna be open mic. Okay, so we were talking about whatever we want. I hope to see you guys there uh, when that goes live tonight. Um, but thanks for rocking with me. Again, if you missed the beginning of it, you guys can always catch the replay. If you watch the replay, ha- hashtag replay crew um, for all the new family features in Google Fi to know what they are. And uh, I showed a little bit about what's going on at Target for Black Friday deals. Um, you guys can check that out. So I will see you guys later. Thanks so much. Shout out to the members of the channel. Shout out to everybody in here. Shout out to my mods. Appreciate you guys um, for doing what you guys do, including Gene with the accidental timeouts. Hashtag demon days if you guys are my mods because, yes, you guys rock. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys later tonight. And as always, law.